Bar Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to the Movie Bar Podcast, the average movie podcast for average movie fans by average movie fans. I am your host, John, and the bar is now open. Welcome to episode 14. Today is June 11th, 2022, and this episode will drop on June 12th, 2022. This week in upcoming movies, which will be released on the 19th, is Lightyear, which is the prequel kind of to Toy Story, but it kind of gives Buzz Lightyear's backstory. So uh, that should be interesting to check out. I enjoyed all the Toy Story movies personally. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing see how the backstory is with Buzz. Um, so yeah, that that's the only main release coming out in the U.S. next week. Um, upcoming Blu-rays for Tuesday, the 14th of June. Uh, Ambulance is being released. A Euro, tri- Euro Trip Uncut Edition will be released on Blu-ray. Father Stew will be released on Blu-ray. Morbius is coming to Blu-ray and I believe 4K. The Final Destination 5 film collection, which is all five of the Final Destination movies, will be coming to Blu-ray. Assault on Precinct 13th is coming back to Blu-ray. Fatherhood also coming to Blu-ray. And The Rescuers 2 film collection. I believe the second one was The Rescue is Down Under, being released from Disney. Now it's time for movies that I've watched this week. Um, Private Valentine, Blonde and Dangerous, starring Jessica Simpson, where she plays a actress who ends up enlisting in the military, into the army. Pretty funny. It also has a Vivica A. Fox and Steve Gutenberg. Uh, definitely worth checking out. The Wedding Singer, starring Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Uh, we all know classic movie from 1998 and then I watched uh, Rush Hour 1, 2, and 3 which starred Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker it's been a long time since I've seen those movies but they still hold up I still was laughing and then I also watched one of our topics today from 2019 Ma we'll be discussing that here in a little bit okay thank you hunter for your first episode of the hunter cast now we're going to break down the news of the week um warner brothers has now deleted amber heard from aquaman 2 as reported by fanfest.com amber heard had filmed her scenes for the movie in london back in fall 2021 but now there are rumors she might have to leave the movie because her character Mira could die during childbirth at the beginning of the sequel. This would keep her completely out of the film. This move is expected to help keep any negative press away from the movie, which is set to come out next year. Um, so pretty much based off of the lawsuit that was filed by Johnny Depp, which Amber Heard lost, it seems, and the petitions going around by fans saying to remove her from the movie, it seems Warner Brothers finally listened. In Scream 6 news, um, Nev Campbell is not returning, as reported by Angel Melissan from Fangoria. Um, Nev Campbell released a statement to Deadline, which she said, Sadly, I won't be making the next Scream film. As a woman, I have had to work extremely hard in my career and establish my value especially when it comes to Scream. I felt that the offer that was presented to me did not equate to the value I've brought to the franchise. 
So pretty much they made a lowball offer she wasn't happy about. I mean, I think if anybody deserves a big payday for Scream 6, it is Nev Campbell. She's the heart and soul of the franchise. So, the most recent one actually brought in $140 million worldwide. So, interesting to see what plays out with Scream 6 now that they don't have the main character. In other news, the Hollywood Reporter is reporting that um, there's a, uh, a remake of Arachnophobia coming. Uh, Christopher Landon from Freaky Happy Death Day has landed the gig as both writer and director of the film with the Conjuring Universe architect James Wan on board to produce through his Atomic Monster production company. This project is set up at Amblin, which is responsible for the 1990 classic film. Few details have been revealed at this time, but this has been percolating for some time with Juan boarding the project several years back. Frank Marshall, who made his feature directorial debut with the original, is returning to executive produce the new incarnation. Meanwhile, Amblin's president of production, Jeb Brody, is set to oversee the project on behalf of the studio. Um, I haven't seen Arachnophobia in a long time. I might have to revisit it here soon. Especially with this. Um, and this was reported by Fangoria on June 2nd. And lastly for news, the MTV Music MTV Movie Awards took place on June 5th, 2022. So, in the scripted categories, for Best Movie, the nominees were Dune, Scream, Shang Li and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Spider-Man No Way Home, The Atom Project, and The Batman, which was won by Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, best Show, Squid Games, Euphoria, Ted Lasso, Inventing Anna, Loki, and Yellowstone, with Euphoria winning Best, Mo uh, best Show. Best, movie, best Performance in a Movie, Lady Gaga and House of Gucci. Robert Pattinson in The Batman, Sandra Bullock in The Lost City, Timothy Chalamet in Dune, and Tom Holland for Spider-Man Spider No Way Home, in which Tom Holland won. Best Performance in a Show, Amanda Seyfried in The Dropout, Kelly Riley in Yellowstone, Lily James in Pam and Tommy, Sydney Sweetie in Euphoria, and Zadea in Euphoria, which Zadea won. For Best Hero, Daniel Craig for No Time to Die, Oscar Isaac for Moon Knight, Scarlett Johansson for Black Widow, Simi Lee for Shang-Chi in The Legends of the Ten Rings, and Tom Holland for Spider-Man No Way Home. Scarlett Johansson won for Black Widow. Best Villain, Colin Farrell for The Batman, Daniel Radcliffe for The Lost City, James Jude Courtney for Halloween Kills, Victoria Pendretti for You, and William Defoe for Spider-Man No Way Home, and the winner was Daniel Radcliffe for The Lost City. Best Kiss, Hunter Schaefer and Dominic Fike in Euphoria, Lily Collins, Lily Collins and Lucian Laviscount and Emily in Paris, Poopsie and the Snake for Jackass Forever, and Robert Pattinson and Zoe 
Kravitz for the Batman and Tom Holland in Zadaya for Spider-Man No Way Home and the winner was Poopsie and the Snake. Best Comedic Performance, Brett Goldstein for Ted Lasso, John Cena for Pacemaker, Peacemaker, I'm sorry, Johnny Knoxville for Jackass Forever, Megan Stalter for Hacks, and Ryan Reynolds for Free Guy, which Ryan Reynolds won. Breakthrough Performance, Alana Ham for Licorice Pizza, Ariana DeBose for West Side Story, Hannah Endenbender for Hacks, Jung Ho Young for Squid Games, and Sophia DiMartino for Low Key, which Sophia DiMartino won. Best Fight, Black Widow vs. Widows from in Black Widow, Casey vs. Maddie in Euphoria, which was the winner, Guy vs. Dude in Free Guy, Shang-Chi Bus Fight for Shang-Chi in The Legend of the Ten Rings, and the Spider-Man End Battle from Spider-Man No Way Home. Most Frightened Performance, Jenner Ortega, Ortega for Scream, Kyle Richards for Halloween Kills, Mia Goth for X, Millicent Simmons, A Quiet Place 2, and Sadie Sink, Fair Street Part 2, 1978, and the winner was Jenna Ortega. Best Team, uh, Low Key, Tom Hiddleston, Sophia DiMartino, and Owen Wilson. Um, only Murders in the Building, Selena Gomez, Steve Martin, Martin Short. Spider-Man, No Way Home, Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire. The Adam Project, Ryan Reynolds, Walker Scabell. And The Lost City, Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, and Brad Pitt. And the winner was Loki's Tom Hiddleston, Sophia DiMartino, and Owen Wilson. Here for the hookup. The nominees were Euphoria, Never Have I Ever, Pam and Tommy, Sex Slash Life, Sex Lives of College Girls, and the winner was Euphoria. Best Song, Here I Am, Singing My Way Home by Jennifer Hudson. Just Look Up, Adriana Ariana Grande and Kid Cudi. Little Star by Dominic Fike. On My Way, Marry Me, Jennifer Lopez. And we don't talk about Bruno, the Encanto cast. And the winner was Jennifer Lopez. So yeah, that pretty much covered the movie aspects of it. So yeah, now I guess we'll go into our main topics. Our first movie we're going to discuss is 2019's Ma. A lonely middle-aged woman befriends some teenagers and decides to let them party in the basement of our home. But there are some house rules. One of the kids has to say, stay sober. No cursing and never go upstairs. They must also refer to her as Ma. But as Ma's hospitality starts to curdle into obsession, what began as a teenage dream turns into terrorizing nightmare, and Ma's place goes from the best place in town to the worst place on earth. This was initially released on May 29, 2019, and directed by Tate Taylor. It starred Octavia Spencer, Juliette Lewis, Diana Slivers, Corey Fogelmanis and Luke Evans. Music was by Gregory Trippi. It had a box box office of 61.2 million and was distributed by Universal. It has been rated R for violent, disturbing material, language throughout, sexual contents, and for teen and drug abuse. 
Some facts about the movie. The sequence involving Sue Ann noticing the porcelain cat statues have been moved is a homage to a similar sequence in 1990's Misery. The role of Sue Ann was originally written for a white actress. Tate Taylor mod modified the script to better suit an African-American woman after he showed the script to Octavia Spencer and she expressed interest in playing the role. The pair had previously collaborated on 2011's The Help. In one scene, Erica mentions that she is having a John Hughes movie marathon. Juliette Lewis, who played Erica, also had a part in a Hughes-written Christmas vacation where she played Audrey Griswold. Tay Taylor directed Octavia Spencer in her Oscar-winning performance in The Help from 2011. The three-legged dog that Ma walks in front of the liquor store is owned by a veterinarian that works at the clinic where all the interior vet clinic scenes were filmed. It was filmed in February 2018, but was not released until May 31st, 2019. Diana Sliv has lied about her height and said she was 5'8 to get the role of Maggie, even though she's actually 5'10 and a half. Foreshadowing. After pushing Jeannie's wheelchair up the ramp, she tells Maggie, Thank you, you saved my life. Maggie replies, You too. Later, Jeannie does in fact save Maggie from hanging to death. Although not filmed in Ohio, there are several clues that indicate the film takes place in Northeast Ohio. First of all, all the local vehicles have Ohio license plates. Second, the prefix of the Hawkins security number is 216, which is an area code for the greater Cleveland area. Third, a nuclear power plant is visible in the opening credits. The Perry Nuclear Plant is just 40 miles northeast of Cleveland. There are also several casinos in the Cleveland area. Octavia Spencer and Allison Janine previously co-starred in The Help Together. Tate Taylor directed Luke Evans and Alice, Allison's, Allison Janie in The Girl on the Train in 2016. Incredibly, the cast of this horror film features two Oscar-winning actresses, Octavia Spencer and Allison Janie, plus one Oscar nominee, Juliette Lewis. What's more, its director and cast member, Tate Taylor, previously directed, executive produced, and wrote the screenplay for the Best Picture nominee, The Help, in 2011, which resulted in the Oscar nominations for three actresses, including Spencer, who won her statue as Best Supporting Actress. Octavia Spencer guest starred on the series Mom in 2013 with Allison Janey, Dr. Brooks. The writing credits... In its early promotional material read, Story by Scotty Landis, Screenplay by Landis and Tate Taylor. Landis relieved Soul written by credit following an arbitration conducted by the Writers Guild of America. Missy, Sp Missy Pyle also guest starred on Mom with Alice and Janie at one time. Despite being the main star, Octavia Spencer makes her appearance at eight minutes into the movie. For awards, it was... a Nominated for Best Thriller Film at the Saturn Awards and Best Actress Octavia Spencer. Both nominees, both lost. At the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films USA 2019. At the Gallica, the Society of LGBTQ Entertainment Critics in 2020. It was nominee, nominated for a Dorian Award for Campy Film of the Year. At the Golden Trailer Awards in 2019, it was nominated for Best Horror Golden Trailer Award. 
during the International Online Cinema Awards in 2019 for the Halfway Award Best Actress Octavia Spencer. For the Reframe 2020 Awards, it was the Reframe Stamp Top 100 Grossing Narrative and Animated Features 2009. It was the winner. For Teen Choice Awards 2019, it was Choice Summer Movie Actor Corey Fogelmanis. He was a nominee. For the BAM Awards, Best Actress Octavia Spencer and Best Supporting Actress Juliette Lewis. Both were nominees but did not win. My take on the movie, Ma, um, I enjoyed it. Uh, a few twists and turns, suspenseful moments, some comedy, and the twist at the end is just amazing. So I give it four out of five mugs. So be sure to check it out. For our second movie, we're going to discuss The House at the End of the Street, rated PG-13 with a one hour and 41 minute runtime. In search of a fresh start, divorcee Sarah, played by Elizabeth Shue and her daughter Alyssa, find their dream home in the small town. But when startling, unexplainable events begin, the pair learn that a chilling secret holds the town in its grip. Years earlier, a girl killed, killed her parents and disappeared, leaving her brother Ryan as the sole survivor. Alyssa begins a relationship with Ryan, and the closer they get, the deeper they are all pulled into a dangerous mystery. This was released on September 21, 2012, it was directed by Mark Tonderi, starred Jennifer Lawrence, Max Therot, Gil Bellows, and Elizabeth Shue. Story by Jonathan Mostow. It was distributed by Relatively Media, Rogue Pictures. It is rated PG-13 for intense sequences of violence and terror, thematic elements, language, some teen partying, and brief drug material. Some facts about the movie... The film was shot in a two-perf technoscope format to provide grainy image reminiscent of older horror films and to save money on film stock and processing. Despite this, filmed in Panavision is listed in the edge end credits. This film was this film's release was moved from April 12th to September 12th, allowing The Hunger Games to be released without the film being released in the same month as originally planned. Jennifer Lawrence does not actually sing in the movie. She is limp singing to session musician Sarah Rain's voice. However, she did record her own version of all these songs, All You Gotta Do Is Love, which was described as not half bad. The final shot of Max Therote is very reminiscent of Psycho from 1960. Max later starred in Bates Motel 2013, which was based on Psycho. Producer Aaron Ryder had Jennifer Lawrence read for the lead role based on her performance in Winter's Bone from 2010. The body count for this movie is six. Mary Jacobson, John Jacobson, Carrie Ann Jacobson, quote-unquote Carrie Ann, Peggy Jones, and Officer Bill Weaver. The project was originally announced in 2003 with Jonathan Mostow directing in Richard Kelly scripting it. Both Jennifer Lawrence and Nolan Garrod Funk have appeared in the X-Men Fairy X-Men film series. Lawrence in X-Men First Class and X-Men Days of Future Past as Mystique and Funk in X2 X-Men United as Captured X-Kid. Both Elizabeth Shue and Nolan Grant Funk have appeared in the Hollow Man film series. 
shoot in Hollow Man and Funk in Hollow Man 2. This is the film debut of Eva Link and Quinny View. For awards, it was the ASCAP slash PRS Film Award winner for Theo Green. The Central Ohio Film Critics Association, it was a nominee for Actor of the Year for Jennifer Lawrence. The Directors Guild of Canada, it was a nominee for the DGC Craft Award, Sound Editing, Editing, Feature Film, Mark Gingress, John Douglas Smith, Kate Halliday, Tom Bijak, James Robb, Dale Lennon. And it was also a nominee at the 2013 MTV Movie and TV Awards for Jennifer Lawrence for Best Skatership Performance. So one award, six nominations. My take on this movie, um, I remember seeing it when it first came out. And, you know, I love, like, where they lead you in one direction and it just turns and goes the other direction. Um, that definitely happens in this movie. So, and Jennifer Lawrence's performance was amazing. And Max's performance was also amazing. You know, it really kept you guessing as to what was going on. You know, I, I love movies like that. Especially movies that could really happen. Like, it could be anything, you know. You're, you move into a new house and your neighbor across the street could be a killer. You don't, you don't know. But, you know, I definitely enjoyed it. Um... So that concludes our two movies this week. Uh, I kind of had to throw it together last minute. Um, so my pick of the week is actually a classic from 1986. I'm going to go with Howard the Duck. Um, more adventure than humanly possible. From executive producer George Lucas and the pages of Marvel Comics comes Howard the Duck. An unbelievably funny comedy about a fast-talking, cigar-chomping, beer-loving duck from a parallel universe who crashes to Earth and somehow winds up in Cleveland. As Howard attempts to return to his home planet, he falls in love with rock singer Beverly Swelzer, played by Leah Thompson from Back to the Future, and must battle an evil invader known as the Dark Overlord. This wacky and elaborate produced spoof of life, love, comic, books, and horror movies featuring the out-of-the-world out-of-this-world special effects is a treasure that any family can enjoy. I remember seeing this when I was a kid. I loved renting this from the local video store, PM Productions. Um, I think maybe in the next, within this year, I plan on showing it to Hunter. See what his take is on it. He might enjoy it. He might not. Who knows? But for now, I believe it is time close the bar thank you so much for listening you can follow us and stay up to date with the podcast by going to twitter at the movie bar pod on instagram at the movie bar podcast and on facebook just search for at uh just search for the movie bar podcast uh we are on itunes spotify amazon anchor google podcast and most places you listen to podcasts Please like and subscribe. Please share, spread the word. We're just average movie fans trying to give our takes on 
give an average take on movies. Um, thank you for listening. Please let us know what you want to hear from us on our social media or email us at themoviebar at outlook.com. Thanks for listening.